everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 18, and if you've been keeping track overall because you like numbers, this is Episode 257. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, happy Thanksgiving. And a merry Thanksgiving to you, sir. A very merry Thanksgiving to <laughs> one and all. God bless us, one and all. Um, it is the day before Thanksgiving as we record this. This will release on Thanksgiving morning. We wish all of our uh, listeners out there a very, very happy Thanksgiving. We survived our Friendsgiving last week. We did. Um, we did. We had a lot to drink. I Probably. had a lot to drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did stop counting at some point. But there it's a new shots. week. <laughs> there, there were multiple shots. But, you know, hold on before we get going here. Ah, there we go. Let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking? Um, so tonight I looked in my fridge and I was like, I need a strong beer. Uh-oh. So I pulled out a can of Shipyard, but it's Smashed Pumpkin. Smashed Pumpkin. <laughs> when, I was, when I was at their flagship store, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, when I was at their flagship store, you so they've got Shipyard Pumpkin Head. And then they've got smashed pumpkin for that extra. But there's there's a bourbon barrel aged smashed pumpkin that is That's even great. stronger than what you're holding. Because <laughs> this is um nine percent. It was fourteen. Oh my! <laughs> it was fourteen, and yes, I that that I I told that story the week after we got back. That was the beer I tried to convince yes. them to smuggle <laughs> back here, and they told me they could not do it. But you know, I should look. I should go on Shipyard Brewing and see if I can Shipyard Shopping. Here we go. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sweatshirts, drinkware. Uh huh. Uh huh. Where do I go to buy beer? Uh huh. Uh huh. Tiny little place, by the way, too. See, would, I, would, I wouldn't I, think so. I thought, I thought it would be bigger. You would think that. Um, I, I was surprised that there wasn't. Um, that it was. It was the where it was in terms of like. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, <laughs> like tasting room kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it, I think I think it, the tasting room and the brewing the main facility are separate. Um, that's just the feeling I got. But really, really, really cool, cool space. So, all right, I am drinking a two roads holiday ale. Why? Because it's around that time of year, and I decided I want holiday ale. So there it is. So really quick though, between sure. Uh, between Rosemary's Baby and Holiday Ale, how do you feel about them this year? Now that you've had uh, both, I haven't had Holiday Ale, so I can't say anything. Um, Rosemary's was better this year than Holiday Ale's this year. Okay, but um, yeah, they're it's not terrible. I mean, it's good. It's just, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just it's <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> It's it's better this year. It is absolutely better on tap than it is out of the bottle. Um, yes, yes. But Rosemary's was pretty, 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 pretty good overall this year. So I'm trying to find. I'm distracted because I'm trying to find. They gave me a website where I could buy Shipyard beer online, and I lost it. That's not good. Is this it right here? This looks like it. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to find. Yeah. <laughs> this has been beer shopping. 
Ooh, they've got how do you have how do you have beer on sale? Um you mark it on sale? I don't know. They have smashed pumpkin for four ninety nine. Like per can? That must be per can, right? Yeah, it has to be. Alright, anyway, I'm getting distracted. Alright, so burning hot take. Craig, are you giving or receiving tonight? I will give. Alright, what do you got for me? Um, so the first thing's gonna be there's been a wave of quarterbacks who are either out or getting benched. Mm-hmm. Um, three of which are, so Stafford is out again due to injury. Shocking. Mills is being benched in Houston. Who's starting in Houston? Um, Allen, Kyle Allen. Oh, really? Yeah, he still plays. Um, and Zach Wilson is being benched in New York. Oh. So I like. Out of those three, <clears throat> which team do you think is going to benefit the most out of not having their starter in? So, David Mills out for Kyle Allen. Mm-hmm. We're losing Zach Wilson in favor of Mike White. Yes. And the Rams are going to start, I'm looking right now. <clears throat> it's not Colt McCoy. Start, it's it's Bryce Perkins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so let's just take Bryce Perkins out of the mix right away. <laughs> as as non-exciting as Matt, as John, John Stafford has been. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so no. All right, that's done. So the question is, is Mike White a better improvement over Zach, uh, what's his, Zach Wilson, than Kyle Allen will be over David Sills? The answer is Mike White. We've already seen Mike White. We've already seen he can actually go out there and play. Is he polished? No. Is he a starter? No. Is this Salah putting Zach Wilson on notice? I think so. I mean, Wilson was really bad last week. Really epically bad last week. Is he the reason the Jets lost? Probably. But the Jets are still in the mix. I mean... It's Chicago, too. All right, so the answer for me is Mike White. Mike White is going to be the best of the three guys. I don't see – I don't see – and Houston – I don't know what Houston's doing anymore. I just don't. So I think Mike White's the best The best upgrade there. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to agree with you on that. I think the out of those three teams, overall, the Jets probably have the best team out of those three teams. Um, yeah. Yeah, last week, Zach Wilson – even though he's he has a five and two record technically, mm-hmm. he he cost them that game. I mean, they have what negative like two yards, two yards or something passing in the second, in the second half. half. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's just like he's not making good choices, like really. So Salah said that this is going to be them letting Zach reset himself, but it's as noticed. of as of right now, like the Jets could make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you trust Zach Wilson in the playoffs? No, mm, no. And if he does start in the let's say they go to the playoffs and he starts and they lose, he's he's officially done in New York. I mean, the happens. more I the more I'm looking, I, I have the metric up in front of me right now. The more I'm looking at this week, the more I'm just like, I don't like any <laughs> of these quarterback matchups. It's gonna be something. <laughs> There's one quarterback matchup I like, but it's gonna be so one sided. That this guy could literally play a half of football. So, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to absolutely be weird. 
So, all right. So my burning hot take question for you mm. is: Believe it or not, as much as I watched football with you guys on Sunday, it was it was our friends' giving. So mm. I barely noticed what happened on any of the TV screens. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, I woke up to be hearing that. I, I woke up to hear the, the 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 sentence that nobody ever wants to hear, which is blank is on the hot seat. I'm like, it's week eleven. <laughs> and we're already talking about coaches that are going to get fired. And the name that is coming up most of all is Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. The Broncos have lost six out of seven games, including an overtime loss to the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Craig, is it too early to be talking about hot seats? Given, I mean, Let's use Hackett as the poster boy here. Is it too early to be talking about coaching hot seats? I mean, we or we probably would be talking about it in Indy if they hadn't already made a move, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that was, you know, I'm surprised they did it then. Like, I didn't, I'm not totally surprised, but it, I wasn't expecting it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's some coaches that, you know, let's look at Arizona, for example. Cliff Kingsbury, oh my God. Cliff Kingsbury, it's no, it's November. It's going to be after Thanksgiving. Call of Duty's out. Kyler Murray is not good mm-hmm. after week eight. <laughs> I think I don't know how much more time Arizona can give either of these two people. Um, I agree. So I think I think Cliff is next, and I still I still go by what I said before. I think Arizona made a giant mistake giving Kyler Murray that much money because because yeah. look at them. <laughs> yeah. Look at what you paid so- for. So really quickly, right now, it's week 11. Just yep. based on the information we have now, does Denver retain Nathaniel Hackett next year? I think they do. I'm going to go with no. I think they're out of patience in Denver. They're completely out of patience, so I think no. So I, here's the other names. This is an article from ProFootballNetwork.com. I'm just going to run down the other names of guys who are on the hot seat. You just tell me, goes or stays. Okay. Dennis Allen of the Saints. Uh, stays. Yeah, stays. I think he's got a little grace left. Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. Uh, stays. Yeah, I think he's got a little stays. more time, too. Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona Cardinals. Gone. Agreed. Josh McDaniels, Vegas Raiders. I hope he's gone. Gone. Know, though. <laughs> Absolutely gone. Doug Peterson, Jaguars. Stays. Stays. Lovey Smith, Texans. He probably stays. He stays unless a big name coach is willing to come. All right, if that, Sean Payton fair. answers the phone, if Sean Payton answers the phone, Lovey Smith is out. Okay, that I see. Yep. <laughs> Brandon Staley, Chargers. Um, probably stays since they've had so many injury issues. Three out of four losses. They're now estimated at a thirty-one percent chance to make the playoffs. I think he goes. Last one, Kevin Stefanski, Browns. <laughs> that's that's going to be up to, I guess, how terrible um, Watson is. So, You ran Baker Mayfield out of town because Kevin Stefanski said he was the problem. Yep. He was the problem. <laughs> and you've lost six out of your last seven games. Yep. And by the way, Jacoby Brissett has not been terrible. No, he's been serviceable. He's been serviceable. You ran out a quarterback. This guy is totally the problem. His attitude sucks. An average quarterback would be great. 
You put an average quarterback in there, and you're losing. Yeah, they he's he's not bad. You're maybe, out, but... Stefan, Stefanski's out. As of right now, he's out. Go ahead, yeah. you better win. You can you win the next five. Although, although, see, he can say, "Oh, look, I told you Baker wasn't good because when he went in for uh, the uh, Panthers, he was not good." So, but, but you told me Baker was a problem. I got rid of Baker, and I put in a guy who's statistically putting up similar numbers, and you're losing. Yes. It's like working at a deli and saying the reason we're not making money is this one meat slicer doesn't work right. If we replace that meat slicer, everything will be fine. And three weeks later, after you replace the meat slicer, nothing is fine. <laughs> that's a good analogy. That's that's what pick any pick any business you want. You're a mechanic. There's one lift that doesn't work. I can't work on cars fast enough because there's one lift that doesn't work. Uh, retail. There's one bay door that won't open. I can't unload trucks fast. Whatever it is. He pointed at this. He pointed at this and said, this is the problem. And right. they listened to him and got rid of it. And it wasn't the problem, <laughs> which is what we said. No. Okay, so his attitude sucked, but you didn't get better. No, and that's I, the mean, thing. I mean, they have, they have Nick Chubb, and then that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Donovan Peoples-Jones is starting to show signs of life. Yeah. But I, I need to see him put together two more than, game, more than two games in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't. All right, what's your what's your third? What do you else you got for me tonight? Uh, my third question is Melvin Gordon. Is RIP. Is Melvin Gordon done the NFL? Is his career over yes. or is he going to become a chief in 2 weeks? There's always the chance <laughs> he becomes a chief. Because I feel I'm like the con- chiefs just sign random running backs just because <laughs> not not even random. Old <laughs> random running backs. <laughs> true, true. I think that there is a guy on the Chiefs payroll whose sole job is to go onto the available players like portal. They must do it electronically, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and 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 filter them out <laughs> by age and position. And this guy's sole job is to run a list of available running backs over 30 <laughs> and bring it to coach over the last couple of years. LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, Jarek McKinnon. It's been it's been a parade. It has been of old, reliable pass catching running backs. And now Melvin Gordon's out there. And all of a sudden, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is looking around going shit. And he's broken. <laughs> and, and, and he hasn't panned out. No, sadly. But you, you saw the news. You saw the news that Daryl Henderson got picked up, right? Uh, Yep. Yep. He's a Jaguar now, right? <clears throat> yep. If you have Travis Etienne, you have a new handcuff. <laughs> That's true. You have. Robinson went to uh, New York. <clears throat> this is literally how the season starts. This is the li- ready. This is literally the Jaguar season. Travis Etienne is going to be. We expect a huge load for him. A huge load for him. We're so excited that he's healthy. We've traded James Robinson. We're we were still excited about Travis Etienne. We, we, he's done so great this year. But you know, just in case. We went out and we picked up Daryl Henderson. <clears throat> you pick up a guy who... <laughs> and here's the thing. I've been a Daryl Henderson guy since the beginning. You have been. I've been, I've been anti-Cam Akers. I, I, I think this is more an indictment of how the Rams do business. Is it coincident Daryl Henderson gets cut like a day before the running back's special coach gets arrested? I mean... <clears throat> he supposedly <laughs> groped a woman in Mexico. <clears throat> Yes. Why are you there, and why are you touching people? Don't they have a game there? 
Is that where the is that where the game was last week? Is that because that's the it? only reason I can think of for him to be in freaking I Mexico? Don't, I don't after know, a game. <laughs> so I, I the Henderson thing sp- screams to me more of the Rams culture than Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson's averaging four yards a carry this year. Yes, he's dropped obvious passes. Like there were more moments. We have an old expression in our group. When somebody the ball, a ball they should have caught hits the ground, one of us will look at the other one and go, "Didn't know what to do, coach. Ball hit me in the hands." <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was Daryl Henderson this week. Like twice he dropped. It's he's still way better than eight. This, this to me, there's something we don't know. That's what I'm going to say about this. There's something we don't know. Daryl Henderson, maybe he was involved in whatever the coach was involved with. I, I don't know, but I can't see why you would cut a guy. He's averaging four yards a carry. Cam Akers has openly told you he wants out. Is this to make Cam Akers happy? Is this to see what you have in the rookie? I, I don't understand. Yeah, who's just, the other rookie they have? I forget the guy's name. He's uh, That's what everybody's the saying. The source said it. I don't remember what he said. Yeah, the source did say it. <laughs> But everybody's like, oh, this must be because, oh, uh, Kyron Williams? Kieran Williams? Yes. Everybody's like, this must be because they want to see what Kieran Williams has got. No. If they want to see what Kieran Williams have got, has got, they would just bench Daryl Henderson. They cut him. They're trying to send messages. Well, the message you're sending is no one knows what they're doing in L.A. right now. And McVeigh is struggling, and McVeigh does not know where to turn, so McVeigh is looking for scapegoats. That's what it feels like to me. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say it. It's I would not l- listen to I me mean, right now when they, I tell you this. I think they have the bat. They have the worst record of a Super Bowl previous defending Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I- I'm gonna say this right now, and this may sound really bold and may be upsetting, and I say this without looking at the metric in full. I would not trust a single member of that team in fantasy. Until we have clarity on roles. That's true, especially with Cup out. And I don't even know. He's going to be out for at least another three weeks. Cup is on the IR. Stafford isn't playing. And the running back situation appears to be in flux. Would not trust a member of that team. And I mean, if you're if you're Cup and you're out until, what is this, week 12? Mm-hmm. You're out until week 15, 16. And you see how yeah. this team is, and you're coming off an injury and surgery. Would you even bother playing the other two games? Well, you don't really have a choice now, right? If you get medically cleared and you're under contract, you're expected to. But right. if I'm the Rams, if I'm the Rams, my I'm looking at them and going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Picture it. Top 10 pick. You just walk up and down the hot sideline, hobble a little bit. You get paid. We lose. We get a quarterback. Yep. Everybody's happy. Exactly. Next year, you're catching for 2,700 yards. You got 120 catches for 2,700 yards. But not here. <laughs> but maybe here. Maybe here. Again, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I go back every time. Everything is bad until you reframe it, right? Do you remember the Kentucky Fried movie? Of course. <laughs> there is a huge section of that movie where they make fun of the martial arts fighting genre called Fistful of Yen. Yes. And in it, a Bruce Lee knockoff is offered an opportunity to go on a dangerous mission. And they're Mm. like, but we'll pay you X amount of dollars. And the Bruce Lee guy is like, no, you don't understand. I don't answer to your money. 
I answer to a higher power. It's about <laughs> what's right. And the guy offering the money in a, of course, British accent, because always the spy master is British, right? He goes, yes, but you'll have the opportunity to kill 50, maybe 100 men. And all of a sudden, the Bruce Lee guy looks thoughtful and goes, oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel Cooper Cop walks in the door. I'm ready to go. We're going to sit you down. Why would you sit me down? I'm ready to go. Because we might be able to get you an extra 1,000 yards next year by not playing you again this year. And Cooper <laughs> Cup goes, oh. Exactly. That's how I feel this is, this is going to play out. That's just me. That's just me. Kentucky Fried Movie Trivia. Real quick before we move on. Ready? Yep. What's the name of the tight end from the Kansas City Chiefs who comes with the Joys of Sex uh, uh, album? Uh, that would be Big Jim Slade. Absolutely correct. Give you know what? You get an extra strike on America's favorite game for that. You get an extra strike tonight for remembering Big Jim Slade. That is awesome. Oh. Yeah, like you're hearing the music in your head now, right? I am. Big Jim Slade. Big Jim, former tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, is outfitted with various whips, chains, and a sexual appetite that will knock your socks off. Big Jim has satisfied women throughout the world, and the capital of Nebraska is Lincoln. <laughs> Such a terrible movie. Oh, my God, if they made that today. Oh, no, you couldn't, couldn't make that today. Not at all. Were, be Not at all. Riots. It was so raunchy, that movie. All right, moving on. Good, Bad, and the Ugly. This is where Craig and I look back at the week that was, and we talk about one thing that was good and one thing that was bad and one thing that was downright ugly. Craig, what do you got that was good in week 11? Uh, good for me was your favorite running back, Samjay Perine, scoring three touchdowns because Joe Mixon was out with a concussion. So we got to talk about this for a second. <laughs> yeah. So we're at, we're at Friendsgiving, right? Uh-huh. And Craig leans over, to, yells across the room to me, hey, Samaj Perine has a touchdown. And I mean, it was like, I didn't even know he was still on the team. And Craig's like, yeah, he's in Cincinnati. And I'm like, well, why the hell isn't that mixing? He goes, I don't know. Ten minutes later, Craig yells back, Samaj Perine has a second touchdown. <laughs> and I'm like, where the hell is Joe Mixon? And Craig's like, oh, concussion. I'm just like, frickin' is. <laughs> and then like ten minutes after that, he's like, hey, Samaj Perine has another <laughs> touchdown. He had a good day. He had a good day. <laughs> so if you use Samaj Perine in DFS, God bless you, because no one saw that coming. Oh, yeah, or if you did a prop bet with him scoring two or more touchdowns. Oh, my God. Three touchdowns probably for him was probably like plus 6,000. Probably. Like a dollar returned 60. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, can you imagine the drunk asshole somewhere in the mid-rest who's like, hey, you want to hear something funny? I just put 20 bucks in Samaj Perine to have three touchdowns today. Can you believe that if someone did that, if they picked him and Najee Harris, who hasn't had a touchdown since week three? Week three. For both of them to have plus two, like two or more touchdowns? That You're is... probably looking at plus 15,000. Or, or more. <laughs> so a dollar would have played, a dollar would have paid $1,500? Probably. A dollar. A dollar, dollar. pays 1500 and, you know and if you're drunk, Megan, that you're like, yeah, cheers, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, doing the math in my head. That's three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, jerk balls. No, that's I'm sorry. It's thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars. Still jerks. <laughs> the good for me this week was watching the Lions actually remind us that the Giants aren't that good. Hmm. The Lions are not a good defensive team, and they held the Giants to eighteen points. 
they kept uh, Saquon Barkley completely in check. And I was like, this is amazing to me. Now, it wasn't amazing because we were at a friend's house and one of them's a Giants fan. Uh, yes, Actually, yes, she is. Ironically enough, two of them there were Giants fans because Junior was home. Oh, that's right. And it's funny to think about this, but the two loud people are Giants fans. Hmm. Is that coincidence? I think not. Hmm. <laughs> but that was my good. What was your bad? Uh, my bad this week was just like you said, we saw the, the real Giants appear. Um, we saw the real Kirk Cousins and the real Vikings appear. Oh, my God. That was so one-sided. Because that was horribly one-sided, and it looked like the Vikings were completely just clueless. Like, completely clueless. So Dalvin Cook only has 72 yards. Their leading receiver was TJ Hawkinson with 34 yards. Yep. <laughs> that's that's my ugly, honestly. <laughs> that's my ugly. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. My, I, you know, I, I don't really have a bad this week. Other than, you know, um, the Broncos losing to the, the Raiders, which is just bad in general, if you think about it. Um, I didn't say, you know, I did have something. I did have something. Oh, Saquon Barkley. That was my bad this week. That was your Saquon bad. Saquon Barkley. What's that? That was your bad this week. Yeah, Saquon Barkley was my bad this week. I mean, just... What the holy hell? The guy's been so consistent. Yeah, everybody has a bad day. He had a bad day against the fucking Lions. The Lions defensively are not good. Let me look at. Let me look right now. So the Lions are four and six. They gave up. Uh, skip preseason. Thirty-eight to the Eagles. Twenty-seven to Washington. Twenty-eight to the Vikings. Forty-eight to the Seahawks. 29 to the Patriots, 24 to the Cowboys, 31 to the Dolphins. They limited the Packers to nine. They beat the Bears, but gave up 30. They've held a team to single digits once all year. They've held a team under 20 twice all year. Hmm. That's insane to me that Saquon Barkley does not feast on them. So that's bad. That's bad. That is bad. What, what about the ugly? What do you got for that's ugly? Uh, ugly for me is the Jets offense, especially in that second half. Oh, my God. I think anyone who's ever been on this podcast um, could have probably gotten it more yardage <laughs> in the second half of the Jets game than the Jets did. That was just, it was just terrible. The Jets have a very consistent defense this year. Um, their offensive, like, their offensive line is not terrible. They have decent receivers, and they just could not put anything together offensively in the second half of that game, and that's why they lost. I mean, granted, they lost on a they lost on a punt return, which is you know fairly rare, but still. <laughs> so that that's actually my ugly is the punt return you allowed for a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> you held Mac Z- Mac Jones to zero touchdowns passing. You kept Damian Harris and Ramonde Stevenson out of the end zone, mm-hmm. and you still gave up a touchdown. Yep. <laughs> yep. And for all cinches barking, Mac Jones was not bad on Sunday. He wasn't good either, but he was no. But he's 20, he he's a zappy fan, so you know. Yeah. He, oh, I don't know what his problem is with this? 
<laughs> Jones was 23 of 27 for 246. Does that win a lot of games? No. Did it keep them in it? You know what he was? He was Trent Dilfer on Sunday. Oh, remember Trent Dilfer? Remember how Trent Dilfer would win games on defense? Yes. That's what the Patriots are doing right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, moving on. It's time for the uh, America's Favorite Game. This is where I talk to Craig about the lines, and uh, he tries to predict fantasy value based on lines. Because, shockingly, there's a strong correlation between scoring points in real football games and scoring points in fantasy games. Who knew? All right, Craig, this week, you yeah. get four strikes remembering Big, Big Jim Slade. <laughs> nice. That's the good news. Nice. The bad news is oh. there's only one game over 50. Hmm. But there's three games under 40. Oh, gross. <laughs> do you want to start with the high one? Or do you want to take um, out the low? Let's start with the high one. All right. I think this is going to be fairly easy. You might get you. It might take one strike to get through this, but I think you got a good shot at it. Tell me, what's the one game that's over 50 this week? All right. Let's go. My default. Let's go with the Chiefs and the Rams. Nope, because the Rams are woeful. That is incorrect. Damn. The Chiefs-Rams is actually a 43. Wow. Have the Chiefs game ever been that low? With the Rams? No, this is the team. these are the teams that combined for almost 90 points like five years ago. <laughs> so so, so you, you burned your bone to strike there. So, Damn. okay, pick the other obvious one and let's move on. <laughs> um, is it this obvious or is it this obvious one? I feel like there's two that could be obvious because of the two teams that are playing. All right, well, tell me both. Um, it's I'm torn between Buffalo and Detroit and uh, Philly and Green Bay. Interesting. I'm going to go Buffalo and Detroit because their offense is better than Green Bay's right now. You're absolutely correct. That is a 54. And that is, if, you, if you're listening to this thir- uh, Thursday morning, that hasn't happened yet. But that game's a 54, and I think that's a great line. I don't want to touch that game at 54. What I do want to touch is the Detroit Lions at plus nine. <clears throat> Are they plus nine? Or is that They're like an plus alternate? nine. Ooh. <sighs> the Bills mm. have been struggling. I, I can and see it. I mean, it. Detroit's pretty okay on Thanksgiving. <laughs> is it? Is this? Is this? Is this a game like last week we talked about with the Raiders, where you just sit there and you wait? And you wait for Buffalo to go up 14 nothing, and all of a sudden that line's like 18, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm taking a plus 18. I, I feel uh, like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. All right, so you got that one right. You still have three strikes, and there are three games under 40. That is so sad. <clears throat> We're reaching the part of the year where the, the cream has risen. But the cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And it's rise not hard. Top. Yeah, it's not hard to see. Oh, that's two really bad teams. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go over here now. Yep. All right, let's go. Because um, there's quarterback changes everywhere. Uh, let's go with. Um, just looking here. Let's go with um, Chicago and New York. Bears Jets is a thirty-eight and a half. Absolutely correct. So I'm, I'm betting you over there. The Bears have been over 30 points in every week in the, like four of the last five weeks. That's this true. last week, they didn't cut. They got to 24. So you're telling me that the new look, new look Jets, who are trying desperately to get Zach out of there, 
aren't going to be able to put up 15 points if the mm. and that game can't be 24-15. I at 38 and a half points is a layup. How do you feel with how do you feel with Chicago not having Justin Fields possibly? Oh, he hasn't he hasn't been cleared yet, has he? No, he has torn ligaments in his shoulder. Oh shit, he's not playing. Suddenly I'm rethinking this bet. <laughs> I, I mean, he hasn't been ruled can... out officially, but he's he's questionable. So. Oh, who's the backup? I have no idea. I'm looking. How can I not have the backup on this list? Because <laughs> it's probably somebody you've never heard of. <laughs> um, wow, the metric did not even list him. Why, did you find out who it is? <laughs> no, I'm looking at the met- metric, and there's no starting quarterback for Chicago on the metric. How <laughs> do I have 31 starting? Oh, guys, there's 32 teams. Nobody's off this um, week, right? It is... Hold on. Uh, it is Trevor Simeon and Nathan Peterman. Okay, I'm fine with uh, Yeah, I'm still taking the over. Okay. <laughs> I'm still taking the over there. I'm fine with that. It's not the legs aren't going to carry them, but Darnell Mooney and David Montgomery get instant boosts. So, all right, so that one's right. You got you got three strikes left, and there's two under 40s left on the board. What do you got? Okay, let's go because another team in turmoil. Uh, let's go with Houston at Miami. Incorrect. Miami's going to carry that game. It's a 47. The line, by the way, is 13 and a half. <laughs> Would wow. not touch that at all. That's the game where it was like, you know what? Tua could be done at halftime. That's true. Your, your halftime score is 35 to 3. <laughs> Miami is <clears throat> taking people out of the crowd to play the second half. It I could feel like can't that. believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> All right, so 10-second timeout. Yep. That is a reference to Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. That is. The source, of all people, found a glitch in the game where fake punts were effective 75% of the time for a minimum of 20 yards. <laughs> if you can throw for 20 yards 75% of the time, you're scoring a touchdown every drive. But it would talk through it. It'd be like, it's first and 10 for the New England Patriots. They line up to punt. I can't believe it. Touchdown. (laughs) And my brother literally would win game 77 to nothing. And it was, but it was always the same thing. I was like, can you just turn the TV? Can you just mute the TV? Because I don't want to hear it anymore. (laughs) Nice. Touchdown. All right. So we got two more. And two strikes. What do you got for me? All right, let's go. We're looking at teams who are in turmoil. And two of those teams would probably be Denver and Carolina. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a 36. Broncos, who you, Panthers. Who do you even take? If you were going to take a money line on that, on that game, who would you pick? I wouldn't touch it. It's a one and a half point spread. <laughs> Actually, the Panthers are plus 110. That smells like a really nice parlay. Take the Panthers and the over 36. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Denver's defense is really much all they have. So other than that, they don't they don't have much else. Panthers at plus 110 is really appealing, honestly. Yeah, I would probably take that. I, 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 I would not even go. If you take the point and a half, it drops to minus 110. 
I would just take the Panthers at plus 110, or I wouldn't touch that game at all. So, All right, you got two. There's one left, and you got two strikes to get it. Okay, bad teams. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so... I I've see narrowed... a game that's wrong, but it feels so right. I have narrowed it down to two games. I think well, you have two strikes. And there's so there's two strikes and one left, right? Or is there two left? Yeah, two strikes and one left. Okay. So I'm looking at Pittsburgh and Indiana. Uh-huh. Because they are not good. Right. And then, hmm. Let me just go through this list again. Now we did that. I already said Houston. Tampa Bay versus Cleveland, I think, is going to be a bad game, but it's probably not going to be under 40. I can't believe that's a game I can't believe you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, there's Atlanta and Washington. That's the one I'm looking at. I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe he hasn't talked about Atlanta Washington yet. Because uh, Washington's defense is okay. Atlanta's offense is terrible. But you said you had two games in mind. That was the other one. That was the other one, actually. Atlanta Washington? Atlanta Washington or Pittsburgh, Indiana. And you have two strikes. You can guess both and still be okay. I could. All right. Let's go. Let's go. With my first guess. Let's go Pittsburgh and Indiana. That's absolutely correct. That's a thirty-nine. Ooh. Steelers Colts is a thirty-nine. I I don't even have words for how bad the Steelers and Colts are. Just is what it is. So, Craig wins America's favorite game. I am avoiding Bears Jets. I'm avoiding Broncos-Panthers, and I'm avoiding Steelers-Colts in my DFS lineups this week. When I go in, I always double-check my stuff. I put together a lineup, and I double-check it against lineup optimizers. I will go in and be exclude all six of those teams. I'll be like, I do not want a single player from any of those teams. The end. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the metric. So you just heard me say all these things. So I said to the metric, I need a value quarterback. And the metric goes, I got you. How about Matt Ryan in Indianapolis? And I'm like, did you not just hear the previous segment? <laughs> Were you not, not just here for this? The thing is, Matt Ryan's only 5,200. So he only needs to get to 16 points. So that's why he's so attractive. I'm going to go. And the next second name on the list is Mac Jones. But the third name on the list is Kenny Pickett. Same problem, right? Right. I'm actually going to – Mac Jones is not a terrible option this week at Minnesota, although I think Minnesota is going to bounce back. But that just means Mac Jones is going to have to throw a lot. So Mac Jones at 5,100 isn't the worst. Do you want something more reliable? How about Tom Brady at 5,800 at Cleveland? That's probably – I can't believe I'm saying I'm going to use Tom Brady, but I'm going to probably use Tom Brady a lot this week. <laughs> you want something a little bit more safe? Dak Prescott against the Giants, 6,200, but that's Thanksgiving Day. You're probably not listening to this in time. So probably I'm not. really going to be using – I'm probably looking for a fair few shares of Tom Brady this week at 5,800. Craig, who do you like? All right, so I had, them, tough I, this week. Had, I had the metric up, and now it's not letting me open it again, so give me a second. Damn technology. No if you had it open, what happened to it? Closed I it? closed the browser window and then I can't open it again. Uh, damn you, Google. <clears throat> Unless you share, you share your screen, that might be quicker. I could do that. All right, let's do that. Stand by. Doing it live, folks. This is what happens when you do a live show. <laughs> Things break. There it is. Perfect. Let me click the button. Huzzah. <laughs> Thank you, Discord. 
Thanks, Discord. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, just like you mentioned before, I don't like a ton of these quarterbacks. You know, at least at least you know the top the top four. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not taking even though we talked about them already. Am I going to take Jacoby Brissett against Tampa? No, because Tampa's defense is pretty decent. He's uh, number four in the metrics. So the metrics top four are in order. Matt Ryan, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, and Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. I don't want shares of any of those people. I really don't. I mean, out of those four, I mean, I probably would go with Mac Jones at 5,100. But I think I would have to pay this week. I would have to pay up probably between... It's going to pay me to say this first name, but probably between Prescott, Burrow, and Garoppolo. Like, Burrow's the most I would probably spend on a quarterback this week at 6700 and, and don't forget, the problem is Prescott plays on Thursday. And that's right. That is right. So, yeah, I mean, Garoppolo, Garoppolo at 5600 doesn't feel like a bad play at all. San Francisco seems to be, I, I swear to God, Jimmy Garoppolo has somebody, somebody watching over him up there. <laughs> Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo just comes out here and just he's just Brandon Ayuk. He's like, hey, look at me. <laughs> Debo Samuel. I mean, it's just. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to running back. I, I think, yeah, I think you have to, you have, you're going to have to go somewhat chalky this week. It doesn't mean you have to go super chalk. Brady at 5,800, Prescott 62, Burrow at 67. You don't have to spend 8,000. Let's just put it that way. All right. Running backs. I said, listen, I need a game. That's not low scoring. And the metrics said, what do you think about Latavius Murray in Denver? And I'm like, you are not listening. <laughs> what about Dante Foreman? Same game. Well, Najee Harris, same problem. And then it said, well, what do you think about Kenny Walker? Kenny Walker, 6,900. I got him pegged for about 20 points. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I think this is one of those weeks you're going to have to rely on we said this last week, too. Go with the folks you rely on. I feel that really strongly this week, too. I can trust Kenny Walker, I think. Possibly. I'm also, <laughs> I'm also really liking Tony Pollard. If I'm, gonna, if I'm in a Thursday pool, Tony Pollard's probably my go-to. Um, I also like Travis Etienne at 6,700. I really do. I think he could get to 20 points. Uh, it's just, it's one of those weeks. It's just one of those weeks. David Montgomery is 6,400. So he's off the table at this point in my mind. I don't know. Help me out, Craig. What do you like this week at running back? Uh, this week at running back. So, um, man, this week kind of sucks for DFS. Um, <laughs> it's getting tighter. It really is. Um, I've always been a big Tony Pollard fan. Like I've been saying for several seasons that I think he's better than Zeke and he's proving that he is. So, uh, but he is 6,600, so you have to keep that in mind. He's also playing on Thursday. Um, another yep. person, the other two people I like, I do like Jeff Wilson in Miami playing Houston, 5,900. He's showing that he's a running back that he could be, that he couldn't be in um, San Francisco. And I kind of, for some reason, I don't know what is changing in Tampa other than Tom Brady's giant mess outside of football. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like Rashard White playing Cleveland for fifty because he's fifty one hundred, and I feel like what? if I save there, I can probably pay up in receiver. So there's two other people who jump out to me, and it's Devlin Singletary at fifty seven hundred. Except Buffalo is just their offense is so diverse you can't count anything. 
What about Perrine? If Mixon is down, is Perrine usable at 5,600 against Tennessee? I I want to say yes because their pass defense is not that good, and Perrine is a pass-catching running back. So Fair enough. Fair enough. This is going to be a rough week for DFS, guys. I'm just saying it up front. This is going to be a rough week. So, all right, so I went to... I went to the metric and I said, listen, you gave me really bad, low scoring games for quarterback and running back value. Give me something solid at wide receiver. And it said, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> Have you heard of this kid, Sky Moore? <laughs> Sky Moore has been so bad that he's down to 3,000. <laughs> so that means, with- that means he needs to catch like what, like 30 yards and a touchdown? <laughs> If he gets one catch for 30 yards and a touchdown, that's that's value. That's 3x. <laughs> but Miko Hardman is out. Yes. And that and what's what's Schuster's status? Isn't he always questionable? And Tooney's out because he hurt his leg again. He's questionable right now. Yes. Is Tony gonna play though? Here we go. I don't know. Is Six he? hours ago on Fan Nation updates. Uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Lair is going to go on injured reserve. Yep. They don't want oh. him no more. <laughs> Joe Thune and Kadarius Tony will not practice today. So really, it's going to be, it's going to be Kelsey and Sky Moore. All right. So Juju might be out. That's a possibility. He's on the injury report, but there wasn't any update on him today. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Maybe the Chiefs will sign Odell. (laughs) According to this article from SI.com, with Edwards Hilaire out of the picture, the Chiefs will rely on rookie Isaiah Pacheco, okay, great, to lead the way out of the backfield and could even make veteran Ronald Jones active. (gasps) Someone call Sean. Someone call (laughs) Sean. How much is Ronald Jones? (laughs) He's probably like a thousand. (laughs) Hold on, we're looking. Is he even on the list? <laughs> Probably not. Nope. He doesn't exist. <laughs> He's got to be somewhere at DraftKings, but he doesn't exist. Okay. So Sky Moore might see an expanded role. Justin Watson is also on the list. He might see an expanded role. Honestly, you know who I'm looking at? I really like Nico Collins at 4,100. He's still been very uneven, but when he comes through, he's great. Traylon Burks is only 4,200. So I'm probably going to balance. I'm going to use Nico Collins and Traylon Burks, and then I'm going to go grab, like, C.D. Lamb or uh, Chris Higgins. Oh, excuse me. Or if I can afford it, Stefan Diggs at 8K. Diggs yeah. has been so consistent this year. I mean, it's just this. Oh, my God, hiccups. Why don't you tell me who you like while I hiccup? Oh, perfect. Um, so let's see. I know what I do. And yes, I'm a Bengals fan, but I do like Traylon Burks because he is only, um, as you just said, 4,200. So you're going to find value there. You know, and what is that? This Gabe Davis, does that say 5,300? It does say 5,300. It is 5,300. Uh, but again, playing Thursday, I kind of like the third people playing Thursday more than the rest of the week for DFS, which is the problem, right? Yeah. You have to play Thursday games. Um, and then, you know, there's always, uh, what's his name in New York, what he's playing. He's also playing Thursday, which I just said is Slayton because the giants have no other receivers. Yes. Like they, they just lost, um, damn it. What the hell is his name? Uh, 
the last receiver they have just tore his ACL. Um, so he's gone. I'm sorry, I was I was looking up information on Traylon Burks. Who are we talking about? The Giants receiver that just got hurt, that tore his ACL. Ah, uh, what Slayton? Is it Slayton? No, it's not Slayton. Jesus, you're gonna make me look it up. Who's that guy? <laughs> Giants. I'm typing. Oh, Wandale Robinson. Thank you. <laughs> I totally forgot he existed. Yeah, well, he doesn't anymore. <laughs> he stopped. He stopped. And, and another, like, okay, so if you want someone that's playing on Sunday that could have a really good day, is probably Garrett Wilson on the Jets for Chicago. And he's 4,300 because Mr. Mr. White is a decent quarterback. Um, he had pretty good games last year and a good preseason. So he has a lot of potential upside for that for that price. I mean, and, and I'm looking at Traylon Burks, 4,200. His target share seems to be increasing. In the first two weeks of the, the season, he had five targets, six targets, and then he fell off. He only got two targets. He only got three. He had six targets against Denver. He had eight targets last week against Green Bay for 111 yards. The kid is starting to come on. I really think I Traylon Burks is where I'm going to go this week. I, I honestly am going to try to save money with Traylon Burks and Nico Collins and try to pay up elsewhere. You know, I mean, it's just the matchups this bat this week are so bad, so bad, very bad. <laughs> Tight end. The metric said use Dawson Knox, and I went, "Thank <laughs> you." I've been only saying that since the, the preseason. Use Dawson Knox. <laughs> Detroit is bad against tight ends. Dawson Knox is thirty five hundred. I am riding Dawson Knox. Well, but he plays on Thursday. Okay, then I got to go with like a Pat Fryermuth. Dulcich, I mean, it's either that or Dulcich at 3,800. 3, oh, uh, but yeah, that's, 30, yeah, 3,700, sorry. 3,700 for Dulcich. I can't spend more than that. Do not spend more than $4,000 on tight end this week. Oh, well, Travis can, no. no. Or George Kittle. No. No. <laughs> no. Tyler Higby's, no. Well, Mark Andrew, no. <laughs> Do not spend more than like $4,000 is your cap, and that's probably a stretch. Stay yes. under four grand at tight end this week. That's my advice. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the, the most I would spend for a tight end this week is probably Dalton Schultz. <clears throat> but again, playing Thursday. Um, people who are not playing Thursday, I do. I've, I'm still a big Evan Ingram fan this season. He is 3,200. And and Hayden Hurst, who was when he was drafted the best tight end in the draft. Uh, seems to be getting into a rhythm with Cincinnati's offense, especially with Chase being out. Uh, so I think there's a lot of value there, especially he's 33. So that's not bad. You want you want a dark horse candidate? Sure. What about Will Disley? Hmm. He hasn't been good lately, but they're playing Vegas. They're playing Vegas. That's true. He's only 2,900. That's not bad. All right, let me let give me an either or. Yeah. Disley at twenty nine hundred, or Logan Thomas, who's only a hundred dollars more at three thousand. So essentially the same price. Logan Thomas or Will Disley? Go. Uh, who's Logan Thomas because he's playing Atlanta. So that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm probably looking at Logan Thomas. That's actually not a crazy pick. He's three thousand guys. He gets to, he gets in the end zone. He's got value. The I end. Think, I think the last time Atlanta had a good secondary was when Deion Sanders was playing. Dirty so. birds. <laughs> do, do the dirty bird. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, we're fucking old. 
Swear to God. Uh, we saw a lot of good football. So I I had to I had to do a, a training this week. The one day I had to go into work, I had to do a training. And I was like, you know, way back when I graduated from college in 1993, and the room, the, the room just kind of looked at each other, and I audibly heard somebody say, "Was I alive in 1993?" And you're like, "You're fired." <laughs> I, I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> Defenses use one. The the metric likes the Chiefs at 2800. I can't disagree. The Rams are in disarray. <laughs> I mean, if this was the Rams last year, I would disagree. But the Rams this year, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't. I mean, the second pick is the Saints. No, New Orleans, uh, the San Francisco's offense is too good. The third pick is the Packers. No, they're going against Philly. The Jets can't get out their own way. Now, I, I think, I think riding with the Chiefs this week is a really solid bet. So I'm just gonna do that. Thoughts. Yeah, no, for that for that price, and generally we've said stay away from the Chiefs defense, but because the Rams are such a mess, uh, that is not a bad idea to go with them. Uh, I do. It's not and, bad. No. Um, and again, I don't like I like games that are not on the main slate for defenses, like um, everything else this week. Uh, I do like the Colts against Pittsburgh because Kenny Pickett is not that good yet. I don't know if he's going to be good. And uh, if you want to, well, see, this is a, this is the problem because they're kind of expensive. Is the Dolphins are playing Houston, and Houston is bad, but the Dolphins' defense is thirty nine hundred dollars. So that is the downside yeah. of that. <laughs> All right. So really quick before we get to final thoughts, really quick over under for Thursday night or Thursday afternoon. Ready? Giants at Cowboys. This is a combined total yardage. Ezekiel Elliott plus Saquon Barkley. Total rushing yards. Just rushing. Over under 124. Um, under. Now, Saquon Barkley and Tony Pollard. Over under 137. Over. <laughs> And that tells you all you need to know about what Craig thinks about the Tony Pollard Zeke Elliott. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's why I went there. I yep. was just like, okay. He's, he's on a streak, and he's had over, I think he's had over 100 combined yards, like, <clears throat> since October, like, consistently this every week. This is just rushing. Right, no, I'm just saying. I'm just adding that in. Right. If you want to go Pollard versus Barkley, there's actually a line on this on DraftKings. Tony Pollard pays plus 110 to outrush Saquon Barkley. Hmm. Would you take it? I I would because, because the Giants' offense is broken, and I think their defense is going to be on the field a lot and tired. So, yes. Ready for the one that intrigues me? I'm absolutely putting money on this. Yep. Jamal Williams versus Devin Singletary. Total yards rushing. Jamal Williams is plus 100. Hmm. He could easily outrush Devin Singletary. Yeah, he could. I would take that. Plus 100. Put your house on it. <laughs> but you know what? We're out of time. Craig, final thoughts. What do you got this week? It's week 12. What do you got for our friends? Final thoughts is um, I, you know, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, um, I hope you have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the games. Enjoy if you're eating food of some sort. Whether that's true or not, that's totally up to you. Um, and yeah, and just, and just a joy because, you know, 
Um, on a downside, you know, there's been several, even though it's really not in the news, there's been several mass shootings this week. Um, so, you know, just uh, try, to en- try to enjoy life and uh, be thankful for things. Be thankful that we're all still here. I, I'm, I'm just with Craig on this one. I really don't have a final thought to offer on top of that. He's absolutely nailed it. Um, but what I do have to, to add on to that is that we would really appreciate if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to us uh, on Apple or Stitcher or Player or any of the number of other places that were listed. I've given up trying to list them. <laughs> Please leave us a review. It helps us spread the word on the, uh, the podcast. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to reach out to us is now through email. We are FignutsDFS at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. Sort of. <laughs> Long pause. Uh, we are at FignutsDFS. Um, and we're also on Facebook. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. Week 12, getting ready for it. I am excited because the slate tomorrow looks really fun. I can't wait to sit and just watch My father-in-law is a Bills fan. I can't wait to sit there and watch the game with him and just have him sit there beaming ear to ear as the Bills play on on, uh, Thanksgiving Day. So um, everybody, Craig's right. Just go out there and enjoy it. We'll be back next week for more more insight and hopefully for some winning uh, strategies for Week 13. Until then, please have a happy Thanksgiving if you're in the States. If you're in Malta, have a happy Sunday. Uh, But until we speak next, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Oh, we forgot Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb.